from his studios in New York. It's time for Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, where sports meets life. Here's your host, Dan Tortora. Welcome here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on wakeupcalldt.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on mixlr.com backslash wakeupcalldt. We appreciate you following us back out of that fast break, and I am more than pleased to be sharing this conversation with you. You know that for years on Wake Up Call, we've covered recruiting across the nation for college football, uh, predominantly with Syracuse and the Syracuse Orange football program. So it is an honor and a privilege to speak with these young men as they come in to the program when they commit verbally, when they visit, as well as when they sign and move forward into their history with Syracuse. And then once they get to Syracuse, obviously the conversations we get to have from there. So it is with great pleasure and honor that I welcome to the show for the first time, Gary Johnson. Gary Johnson is a running back coming out of Manville, Texas. He's one of two running backs in Syracuse's 2019 incoming class, and he just signed on the February 6th signing day. So with that being said, Gary, how you doing today? I'm doing good. How about yourself? Doing well, Gary. And and just what you could say about, you know, being a recruit with the early signing day period and then the normal signing day, the uh, the end of December on that Wednesday and then the and then uh, you know the first Wednesday in February. What do you think about having two different signing periods now? Well, I feel like, you know, the first signing period is for, you know, the kind of the guys that, you know, went through their whole, like, the summer. You know, the dudes that commit early, like, verbally commit early, and they feel like, you know, that's home. I mean, that's good for them. And then the, and then the late signing period is the kids that the players that don't have a home yet or are looking for something different, you know, that's good for them. So when, I feel like it's, it's a good little it's – a, it's a good two-day two, two thing. You know, it's, it's great for both. And for you, what what was it that you that you didn't do the early signing period? What made you kind of want to wait it out for February? Well, so um, I was I was officially verbally committed to uh, back in April. I verbally committed to North Texas, and I was getting it was getting closer and closer to signing day, and some stuff with the uh, North Texas coaching staff happened, and so like the running back coach left. So I was like, oh, you know, where I'm, like you know. I don't want to go. I want still want to go to North Texas, but they will have a new coach. So let me wait it out to see who the new coach is until February to sign just to build that relationship. And you know, kind of head coach really was like, "Nah, that's not how we want to do it." And he was, like, "I'm signing my class this in December, and if you're not uh, on board, then you probably won't have a home here." So I was like, "Well, I'm gonna wait it out and just see what else I get later on," and then. Was blessed, blessed and fortunate enough to get Syracuse. I mean, I had an offer, but I was blessed enough to, you know, make call Syracuse home. And, you know, to have that speaking here with Gary Johnson, I mean, for you to go through something like that where, you know, you had committed verbally to North Texas and then the running back coach leaves and you hear from the coaching staff, hey, if you're not with us in December, you're not with us at all. Just bring me through that because, you know, you commit to somebody that obviously you have a relationship with. They're no longer at the school, so then you don't feel as comfortable. And then they kind of put it on you like you're either with us or you're not. How did you handle all of that? 
Well, like, you know, the first, like, when it, when it happened, I was like, man, like, I'm talking to my dad, and I'm like, hey, like, what do you, what, what do you think that is? Like, you know, I've been committed, to, like, I didn't, like, officially with me, I didn't want to commit nowhere until February. Like, I didn't want to tell no, like, I didn't want to be like, oh, I'm committed to so-and-so, so-and-so. Like, I wanted to wait until Sunday day and be like, hey, this is where I'm going. And for me to, like, you know, commit to y'all that early and then for the like the relationship to be like that it was kind of like you know kind of like man like you always gotta like watch out what, what people do and what they say and how they say it to you you just gotta watch it because i mean not everything not everything that glitter is good so i mean it, it was kind of heartbreaking for a little bit but you know i got over it you know and it was just like hey it's, it's probably not what god wants me to do and when you look at this, speaking here with Gary Johnson coming from Manville, Texas, and we'll be coming up to Syracuse with the 2019 incoming recruiting class. You just mentioned God. You know, you just said it's, you know, if, if all these things aren't working out, it's probably not what God wants me to do. What can you say about your relationship with God and how much faith plays a role in your decision making, not just in football, but in general? Oh, God, God is number one with me. I mean, no matter what, you know, I keep God first wake up in the morning and pray, you know, if I'm going through something bad, pray, if I'm going through something good, I pray about it, I mean, I always keep God first, I mean, no matter what, none of this would ever happen without him, none, none of this world wouldn't even be made without him, so, you know, my, mine and God relationship is close, I mean, I, that's, 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 that's my father, my holy father, my heavenly father, so, you know, it's just kind of, that relationship with me and him is different, I mean, I keep, I keep my faith strong, because I know he never makes a mistake in my life, so I always got to keep my head high, and I always got to know that he, he has a better plan for me. And, you know, with, with, like you said, you know, always keeping your faith high and knowing that God has a better plan for you, what made you feel like God was leading you towards Syracuse? What, what was it about Syracuse? I'm sure you prayed on it, so what, what happened? What what made it feel like that was a prayer answered, so to speak? Well, like, it was just, like, when I first got the offer from Syracuse, my dad was like, hey, would you go there? And I'm like, Syracuse? It doesn't, doesn't it snow all the time there? Like, <laughs> I think they only have, like, three months that it doesn't snow. So I was like, nah, I said, I really don't. And I'm, I'm not. But then, you know, as, as, you know, it got closer and closer to February, you know, and I'm like, man, like, that's different. That's different. Like, I, there's not a lot of times in my life where I've been like, "Hey, I went to school at Syracuse." Like, not a lot of people get to say that, you know. From Texas, I'm from Texas, so usually it's always all I went to A&M or Texas or Texas Tech. But like, if I come back, like, say I go do my thing in Syracuse, graduate, and move back to uh to Texas, and they be like, "Hey, where'd you go to school?" Or they, or my boss looks at my resume, "Oh, you went you went to Syracuse." Like, that's different. And so it was like, man, like, you know, that's a, it's a different place. When I went down there, the culture was different. So it was just like, man, like, I, I, re I really had I really had a liking for, you know, Syracuse and what it had to offer. And when you went up to uh, to see Syracuse, what was your experience like on campus? Oh, it was beautiful. I mean, it's probably, hands down, the most beautiful school I've ever seen in my life. I mean, just to see the old building, the snow. I mean, just to see all the green, it was just, it was, it was really shocking because I went down there and uh, in the summertime for a little camp, but I really didn't get to see a lot. I was only there for like a day or two, but you know, get to go down there and like you know, they take me around the campus and just seeing all the new the new things that I didn't get to see while I was down there. It was kind of you know, it was unique. You know, the school the school's old, 
but it's still like oh but it has like that new feeling like it, and it still ha- has that little like oh this is like a beautiful campus i mean there's places i was like man like i've never seen nothing like this in texas so it's, it was it was, a, it was a neat it's a neat spot so you go up and you visit and you visit during the nice weather. What what have people told you? What has the coaching staff told you about how cold it gets, how rainy it gets, how snowy it gets, how icy it gets? Have they told you that? Yeah, they was like they were like, Yeah, you came, you know, in a good little time. They said the week before you know, like y'all got a lot of snow, and they was just like it, it, it does that. They say you get used to it though. You said they they're like, you know, and I'm from I'm from West Texas, like that's in Logan, Texas. You know, I, I I lived I lived there for a couple of years, so living out there snowed a lot. I mean, one time I was in like uh, no junior high, and it snowed like eight inches. So I was kind of I was like, okay, like you know, it's kind of I'm kind of used to the snow, the cold weather. It's not too bad. I mean, it's it's another day, but I'm I'm there to play football and hopefully get a natty at Syracuse. And, uh, you know, you will be playing. You have an indoor training facility at the Ensley Center, and you have, obviously, the Carrier Dome, which is indoors. What do you think about the facilities up at Syracuse? Oh, it was beautiful. I mean, it's it's different. You know, never, never, no, there's no college that has an indoor. So, you know, just just looking at that, you know, that's that's that's, that's a beautiful thing. I mean, I don't have to play, play outside unless I'm playing away. And just the facilities, I mean, they have beautiful facilities. You know, they're telling me you know, all the new stuff that they're going to be doing here in a couple more years. But it was just, you know, a unique thing, you know, just to – because I never really got to see none of that until my official. So it was, it was a pretty neat, pretty neat thing. And I'm looking at some film. Speaking here with Gary Johnson, 2019 incoming running back from Manville High School in Manville, Texas, coming to Syracuse. You don't like to go down – Gary, and you find you're very elusive, and when you when the hole is is condensing, when it's getting smaller and smaller, you break through it at the last possible second. Just speak with me on your vision and your decision making on the field, because I'm watching this film as we're talking, and I'm seeing you go to these places where I'm going. There's no way. There's no way that he's he's going to break through that, and then somehow you just I don't know if you make your body paper thin. I don't know what you do, but you get through these holes. So just describe that to me. Uh, so, you know, in junior high, I went to a school, you know, it was a power high school, so, you know, under center, two fullback, running back, and so I kind of, like, they kind of taught me how to, you know, run in between the tackles, once you, no, no, no little juke moves, get, get to the hole, get the first down, and so with that, it stuck with my game till I got to high school, you know, high school, I just improved more and more on my craft and try to get better as, as, as my high school career went on but I mean on the field like I don't know I just turned into a different whole different person like I, be, I tell a lot of people they be like oh you run so hard it's just like I know that that dude in front of me or where I'm trying to get to that touchdown I know that this per these these dudes are trying we're at war so it's just I turn I turn my mentality over into you know a dog and it's just crazy like a lot of people because I I go back and film my watch, and I just be like, it's crazy because sometimes I don't even know how I do the stuff. I was just like, wow, like I didn't even know I did that. It's just, but it's just I had growing up with that with when junior high when I when they taught me how to do that, it just stuck with my game and never really left. 
And there, there's just, I mean, if there's something about, and, and the thing is, you're not a big dude, you know, you're not a, you're not a big guy, not a tall guy, but you just, every time, even when they get to you, even when they, you know, start to wrap you up, it's two, three guys trying to take you down. And I'm seeing you just pull the pile closer and closer to the end zone. I mean, you're five, you're five foot 11. Okay. So, I mean, it's, I mean, for a back, you know, it's, it's a good size that you have. I'm five foot eight. So you got three inches on me. Congratulations. But, but you know what I mean? Like I, I'm watching you on here and, and just like, I mean, on film, you just look like, you know, you just look like a, a smaller guy out there just doing your thing. But there's some guys that have made their hay who are five, six, five, seven, five, eight and whatnot. Just wh- what can you tell me about, you know, like you said, you're a different guy when you get out on the field, you're pulling these guys with you. There, there's just something about, again, watching this film and seeing the fact that, you know, as soon as there is contact, because you elude a lot of it, but once they get to you, that doesn't necessarily mean that you're going anywhere. No, sir. So, I mean, I take I take a lot of pride in the weight room. I mean, my dad and my brothers they played they played at the next level. They played college ball, and so that's one thing they said: if you if you can be a dog in the weight room, you'll be a dog on the field. So I take a lot of pride in weightlifting. I, I mean, I, I used in high school. I was always in the first lifting group. This past year, I lifted with one of my my offensive linemen. He's going to a and He plays center. So I always took pride in that, and just never going down on first contact. I always, I always was like, man, like that's so. As a running back, you know, that's it. Sometimes it happens, but you don't never want to go down on first con- on first contact. So I always thought, like, when I see, like, when when it happened to me, I'd be like, man, I, I felt weak, like. I don't, I don't want just one person to tackle me. If somebody's going to tackle me, it's going to have to be the whole 11 man. So just take pride. I just, I just take pride in like, you know, running hard, you know, not, not stopping my feet and just trying to make bi- the biggest plays I can as possible to get my team to W. Speaking here with Gary Johnson from Manville High School in Manville, Texas. You have a connection to Syracuse. In your junior season at Manville, you had the opportunity of being coached by the current Orange quarterbacks coach, Kirk Martin. How much did that play in your decision of Syracuse being the right fit for you? How much did your relationship with Kirk Martin play into everything? Uh, it, it, it played a lot. It played a lot into the to my decision. I mean, Coach Martin is an amazing dude. I mean, People might see him, you know, he's he, he's kind of look goofy, dude. But Coach Martin, he's he's a, he's amazing, dude. He 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 really turned me amazing, godly man. He turned me into the the player I am today. Just one year with him, you know, really didn't get to see you know a lot that he. But he really turned me into who I am today. He he you know told when I went to Manville, it was a crazy little story that I had, you know. Uh, it was a two weeks before I even moved to Manville. My dad got a call and said he was having a a, a a job, a better job promotion in Houston. So like I didn't even know where I was gonna go. I had two weeks to make a decision. You know, Coach Martin brought me in his family, and you know his whole team. Last Manville High School, you know they brought me in his family. But everything he told me, it happened. So that trust that I that we built before that, you know, it was amazing. And Coach Martin, I mean, he's amazing, dude. I love him. He's, he's like another father figure to me. So, you know, I just that, – that played a big role in my decision. So your dad tells you, hey, you know, I got this good opportunity in Houston. I, I'm going to go take it. you got to make a decision. Bring me into that and, and just everything. Like you said, obviously Kirk Martin, every, everything he said to you ended up happening. But how difficult was it for you in that moment to, you know, your dad kind of say, hey, we got to go do something, and you saying, all right, well, i got to get ready for this. How difficult was that? It, I mean, it wasn't too difficult, but it was it was it was like 
you know, again, going into my junior year, you know, that's the biggest year of a, a high school kid, a high school football player, actually. So it was just like, man, like I have to make a great decision for me to put me in the best position to go play at the next level. Because, I, I mean, my junior year, I got a couple offers. And, you know, going in, I was like, man, like, you know, I want to play Division One football since I was a kid. So that right there, I was like, man, I got to go somewhere that's going to put me on the next, that's going to put me in the spot for the best spot for the next level. So came down here the week before two days, got to talk to a couple of schools, um, a few schools, you know, Hamadou was one of them. And so, like, it was it was the fastest decision making. You know, I talked to a couple. You know, they they were like they forced me. They were like, "Hey, we want you here." You know, they kept on, kept on, kept on. And you know, I talked to Coach Mark. And he was like, "Hey, I'm not gonna force you into moving here. If you if you don't feel like you, this is where you need to be, then you don't. But I would love I would love to have you here. And, you know, and it just felt like, man, like yeah. When I when I when I met with him, I was like, yeah, this is this is probably my best my best option so it was just a, a, a great thing I mean I'm blessed enough that I got the opportunity to do that but it, it wasn't too stressful just you know had to stay in my faith and just you know trusting God and knowing he was gonna put me in the best situation possible that coming from Gary Johnson Gary Syracuse is is I mean at least in my opinion I've referred to Syracuse historically as RBU with Joe Morris and and Jim Brown and Ernie Davis and Floyd Little and Rob Drummond and, and so on and so forth. So we know what the history was. You know, it's about getting back there. And I spoke with Dino Babers about this on National Signing Day on, on February 6th. And he was talking to me about, you know, having a backfield that's got a bunch of different personalities. Jawar Jordan is coming in with you. You're coming in. Jarvion Howard is a true freshman, got some experience. Mo Neal is going to be a senior out there. Abdul Adams is a transfer who got to play in the Camping World Bowl and accounted for two touchdowns for them on the ground. What are, what, what are your thoughts on Syracuse as far as the running backs go? Is this is this becoming RBU again? Do you feel that there's going to be a commitment to the run? What can you say about this? Because that position in Syracuse history is the most, in my opinion, the most notable and most revered position that you're going to be playing while you're there. Oh yeah, so I mean, it, I mean, the off, I mean, Coach Lynch, you know, he's, you know, everybody knows he's the offensive coordinator. He's going to have to put the ball in the running back's hand. I mean, you have too many playmakers in the backfield. I mean, it, it is RBU. I mean, we're getting back to that. It is RBU. We have, I mean, all of us in the backfield. That's that's a beautiful backfield. I mean, you can, you can give it to any of us, and we're gonna make plays happen. So I mean, it, it's it's just we're getting back to that to what Syracuse used to be, and that's and that's a great feeling, you know, coming into somewhere where you know that the legacy of all those past running backs is still, you know, skipped a couple times, and now you know it's building back up. So just having all of us, you know, in the backfield. I mean, you named them all. I mean, why why not? I mean, they, they don't have no reason why not to give us the ball. We're, we're going to be dogs and make plays. That coming from Gary Johnson, going to be dogs and make plays. You know, that's a perfect way to uh, to officially to end this. But, Gary, I got to have you back here because we're going to play rapid fire, get to know you a little bit better, and speak on some other things. So if you'd like to come back, we, we'd love to have you back here on Wake Up Call. But I, I don't know if you can end on a better way of saying that you're all dogs and you need to get the ball. I think that's a perfect way to end. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, but I love, I love to be back on. I love, I love to do that. All right, well, I appreciate that. We'll definitely keep in touch, and thank you so much for spending some time with us today. Yes, sir. Appreciate you.